You're really gonna do this right here. <laughs> okay, this is happening. Yeah, it's okay. This will be the intro. Welcome to um, this week's episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast, uh, where we talk about the spirit of Kentucky. I'm Perry, and uh, this was a very impromptu episode that happened, um, but I, I would really like to welcome my good friend, uh, you know what, what do you even go by anymore? Is it Robert or Rob, or, yeah, it's, or uh, Bobby, or... <laughs> these days it's mostly Rob, uh, Rob with two Bs specifically, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. great. So, Rob, Bubba, Hannah, um, uh, it, one of my oldest friends uh, is hanging out with me tonight. Yes. Um, you know what's funny is that last night I went out to dinner with mom and dad, and um, not only did your dad stop in huh. to get food, but your uncle was there, too. Really? <laughs> yes. How serendipitous, I guess. It's very right. strange that we all just kind of wind up in the same vicinity yeah. in, in one way or another. Um yeah. But so, uh, you know, as we always do, we drink on the show. Uh, we are starting out with one of my all-time favorites, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Yes. Um, which New favorite for me, too. Oh, man. Yeah. It, it's, it's so solid. It's, it's just, just $12 worth of goodness. Yeah. I and, found it through your podcast, so. Oh, well. Long-time fan, <laughs> <hey>. everybody. Uh, <laughs> First-time caller. <laughs> um, as... You know, longtime listeners know this one, um, our very first uh, battle uh, in our very first episode um, of Budget Bottled and Bond Bourbons. And um, I haven't found much that has compared to it, especially at this price. But uh, yeah, Yeah. I mean, look, if you're if you're trying to find a house bourbon or an everyday sipper, look no further. Yeah. And and if you're in Kentucky. This podcast is sponsored by Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. No, it isn't. Heaven Hill. Oh, man, I wish. Hey, Heaven Hill and Denny Potter and all y'all. Um, we'd love to, uh, you know, do some sponsorships with you guys. But uh, um, this this show is also brought to you by uh, Pet Sitting. Um, we're just hanging out with the, the pets of the show. Yes. Today. Say hello, cat. Good job. Well, she tried. <laughs> <laughs> she tried. <laughs> So we uh, we like to get things kicked off by asking what we've been drinking recently. So Robert, what you been drinking? Oh man, um, I guess. Oh, most recently I tried. Uh, Costco has a new line of uh, craft beer. Uh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in bottles. It's uh, I think it was a pack of porters, um, porters, stouts, IPAs, and APAs, and they are less than mediocre. So. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's been that's my most recent thing. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty much that and this Heaven Hill stuff. I I got a bottle. I've been sipping on it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, awesome. Yeah, I guess. Um, let's see. Well, I celebrated um, my very last college project today. Woo! As of recording, yeah, 
Wu is right. Um, so we uh, killed a bottle of Van Winkle 10. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> which is not something you hear um, when you're talking about celebration, but I was like, you know what? It's here, so I may as well. And Yeah, and, that's a perfect time to... Yeah, and sticking with Buffalo Trace, um, I had some uh, Weller 12 earlier tonight, too, which is, by and large, I think, probably my favorite bourbon. Weller 12? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, Weller 107 on, on, the, on deck for our next pour, too, here in a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. So. Have you had much experience with the Weller line? No, I've had uh, one of the Wellers, I think, is the youngest. Uh, I the can't Special remember Reserve? What. Yeah, I think it was Special Reserve. Um, it was it was great, but... I, 90 proof, and usually if you can find it um, for its market price of, like, you know, $20, I mean... Yeah. It's so hard to beat, especially at, like... Um, like an everyday sipper kind of level. Yeah. You know, and, and, and we've talked about so many times, um, whether or not it's worth the price gouging that goes on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, finding like seven fifties for like a hundred dollars is unreasonable. Oh yeah. And, I mean, yeah. it's not a hundred dollars worth of bourbon. Yeah. But... I don't see myself ever spending a hundred dollars on, Hardly anything uh, <laughs> in 750 size. So. On any bourbon period? <laughs> On anything ever. <laughs> Outside okay, of okay. Well, we need to back up for a second then because we have to establish the fact that, you know, I've said on the show many times, I'm a musician. And Robert, um, for a long time, has been, I mean, I've dubbed you my drummer, but you're much more yeah, than the, that. I mean, I'm the house drummer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not just I mean, the drummer. I mean, we're like... I mean, I, I've felt for a long time, too, that we're, like, collaborators oh, yeah, when it yeah, comes yeah, to music. For sure. Um, but, like, I mean, you've spent you've spent more than $100 on drums before, right? Yeah, well, now the cat's out of the bag. But, yeah, uh, I spent way too much money, and my wife's savings went into that hobby. I've, I've been there before, too, so I understand. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so this uh, episode kind of came up as... Just kind of an impromptu, like, me going, hey, um, what are you doing tonight? And why don't you come over and drink some bourbon? Um, which I think, like, is, is kind of a fun topic of, like, going, what do you do on your off nights? You know? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> on my off nights, I drink bourbon. Yeah. But... <laughs> You know, I have, since I'm kind of on a sabbatical between my undergrad and grad school, I'm sure. kind of, pretty much every night has been an off night for the past uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> couple months, and it's starting to wear on me, to be honest, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, bourbon is involved uh, a good amount of the time. Um, How much music is involved at this point? Uh, a lot more recently, actually. I've been... Uh, mm-hmm. Inspired by a lot of new music that's coming out. So I've been trying to write more of uh, my own original stuff, which has been a lot of fun. Um, finally getting into that craft a little bit. Yeah. Getting away from just playing drums, which has what, been great. What kind of um, what kind of genre do you lean, lean towards with your, your songwriting? Uh, it's it's kind of in the singer-songwriter realm. Um <laughs> Very broad, uh, but... Oh, well, I <laughs> no. mean, I, I know what you're yeah, yeah. Um, going for. 
but yeah, it's it's usually kind of uh, I don't know if like sad core is the way to say it, but <laughs> but it's not we always all go happy. That period. It's kind of like Father John Misty inspired to a degree. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, but I'm still trying to figure that out. You know. That's so that's so interesting to me about um, songwriting and really like with with any craft is that you never really know what you're getting into, yeah, until you've taken the time to to try it out, right? You know, I mean, like I, it it anybody who has has heard my music before, like I I mean I've come a lo- I've been writing music since I was. 13. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm 24. Yeah. And, like, I mean, the songs that I wrote at 13, I don't want anybody to hear. I mean, they're yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, pe- plenty of people can go and find them. But, and 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 when I was 13, too, um, I actually did, like, record those songs. And the guy that I recorded them through always said, this is going to be a really good timestamp for you to know where you were at this time. That's a great way of thinking about it, yeah. And and it, it, it really kind of takes away, or it, like, it, it takes you out of this negative mindset of like... This is bad. Yeah. Or naive. And exactly. just being like, yeah, this is like an important stepping stone to where you are yeah. now. That's, yeah. That's cool, yeah. Exactly. And, like, I think that songwriting is so specific to that. Like, you don't have that opportunity with something like bourbon. Yeah. You know? I mean, there isn't a, a, a time stamp that you can you can really find. Um, Jim Beam, White Label. Well, but, like, <laughs> but that wasn't something that, you know, Jim Beam made and then moved past. Like, mm-hmm. Jim Beam, White Label has Oh, stayed. I see what you're making. Like, the, the actual, like bourbon maker yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean sure i mean you know as a as a drinker you can look at stuff that you've had before and go oh i've moved well past that fireball but as a as a creator you know it it's it's hard to put that much time and effort into something that is being pretty immediately consumed like bourbon yeah um and be able to move past that period. Like it it you kind of have to have product A which is going to set the standard for your distillery or you know your brand or whatever. Yeah. And then you know branch out from there or you just <laughs> or you just flail. Yeah. You know, I mean and there have been so many craft distilleries that have flailed. Yeah, uh, specifically, like, do you have any in mind? Since I'm not like a, I wouldn't call myself a bourbon aficionado. Yeah, of course. Or... Well, like, um, unfortunately, like Bourbon Thirty, um, okay. which it w- was a craft distillery out of, um, I want to say Danville. Okay. Um, and I'm probably I'm probably wrong on that, but anyway. Um. They have they they did really well for a, for a long time, and then they kind of just petered out. Yeah, and like their their whole game was, um, we are going to create a bourbon that is drinkable 
any time. I'll deal with her in a second. <laughs> yeah. And we want to create something that you don't have to like struggle to drink or anything, but it just wasn't aged long enough. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, like I think the, the oldest that their product was, was like six months. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, and unfortunately like with a product that's six months old two one of two things is going to happen. People are going to latch on and go, oh, I want to wait until it gets older and I'm going to, you know, see the fruits of their labor. Yeah. Or it's not going to be good enough. Right. You know, and they're just going to go, I'd rather spend my money on something else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, so it's an unfortunate place to be. Yeah. And, yeah. and so for something with like songwriting, you know, people can see glimmers of hope. <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean i like i had a couple of songs back when i was first writing that were like this is in the right direction but it wasn't quite what i wanted it to be right yeah i know exactly what you mean you know yeah um but you just don't have that opportunity with with bourbon because people expect something now right you know yeah it has to be a complete package oh absolutely yeah, yeah for sure yeah, it's just interesting you say that because a lot of stuff that I've written recently, music-wise, has been, there have been, like, little tidbits of, like, old stuff that, like, when I wrote those old things, it would, like, a lot of it would just be garbage. But there'd yeah. be, like, maybe one riff that I'd be like, oh, yeah, that was kind of cool. And then I'd, you know, adapt it and go from there. But, and I've, I've done that with, um, with like, lyrics, too, yeah. recently. Yeah. Um, like, with uh, the, the first album that I, I really put out... Um, mine heart um which robert was a part of and, and the drummer for and everything and um i i had a great time with with that album oh and, yeah it, and, was, it was really fun and playing a lot of that stuff live yeah. but um there was one song on there called look mm -hmm. um which the first draft of was really bad yeah <laughs> do you remember do you remember the first draft uh yeah, I might know what you're talking about. It, it was like really slow and just, I wouldn't say boring, but it just didn't have like the punch the final version did. Yeah, um, yeah. But like I took the idea of it and just kind of amped it up and everything. Um, and it became like this this whole new animal. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy what just a feel change can, yeah. can do for a, yeah, for a song. Sure. Yeah. But I think what, what's interesting, though, about, like, we're, we're in an era where you can write a song and you can record it basically in 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And have people hear it. Yeah. You know. But SoundCloud rapping. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that kind of immediacy... <clears throat> doesn't exist in the craft spirits world or just the yeah. spirits world in general. Like, I mean, you, you don't see distilleries popping up and, and a month later having a product out. 
Yeah, you can't like age things, you know. Uh, no, and, super quick. And people and have tried. Time. Yeah, and people have tried, and it's just not worked. You know. Okay. Well, when you say <laughs> welcome, welcome Marie to the podcast, everybody. Um, she has a voice too. She has something to say. This is my squeaker. <laughs> have yeah, you say there have been uh, attempts at that, uh, like you're talking about like aging processes. To, yeah. Uh, like what kind of stuff try doing? So I mean, there have been like in, anything from like smaller casks to hmm. like I, I I saw something recently that was like aging sticks. Where basically hmm. you just take like an oak stick and you put it in your glass and it's supposed to like simulate like kind of uh, huh yeah and it, it just seems it just seems cheap to me oh definitely yeah that's that's cheating I mean it it takes away from the like aging uh, aging bourbon itself <laughs> Sorry that you have a zoo going on over. over oh no, by I'm, you. I'm totally fine with this. Um, but Asian bourbon itself is kind of like it is an experience. Yeah, it is like a time commitment. In yeah, everything. yeah. You know, yeah. and it just takes away from the that authenticity. Whole, yeah, yeah, and the, yeah, for sure. The craft itself. Yeah, um, I guess and I think like. <clears throat> You know, with songwriting, too, there are people who go, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing with bourbon. People are yeah. going, oh, I can do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, to me, that kind of reminds me of, uh, I know a lot of people love, you know, Pro Tools and things like that. For those who aren't familiar, like, there are softwares that you can record music with that mm-hmm. can actually, like, alter the, you know, the beat placement, like, while you're recording. And it's it's actually like, well, on paper it sounds like great. It's like, well, you're fixing the mistakes yeah. and things like that. But it also kind of takes away the human element. So I kind of see a parallel there to a degree. I agree. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of just like you know, uh, you know, trying to find uh, perfection by taking the easy way out and taking yeah. out the you know. And to me, like, I'm so interested in what happens when you let nature take its course yeah with with bourbon um because at some point like you know you can you can i'm gonna use this word because it's not real but it's the best way i can i can describe this idea you can scientificate (laughs) i love that (laughs) you can you know overproduce a whole scenario and and get a certain result but at some point with the the bourbon production process this is great by the way having a a (laughs) animal fight in the background at some point you just kind of have to let things happen the way that they do yeah yeah You, you know and and for me with music nothing is ever going to be perfect no, yeah. I mean, we're never going to play exactly at 120 beats per minute at exactly 
on yeah. pitch for F sharp. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are those that say they can, but, and I mean, all, yeah. all the power to them. Yeah. But to me, I, I want each experience to be different. Oh yeah, for sure. You I, know, I, I mean, totally and it, and it's boring if I, I do everything exactly the same way every single time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if I drink the exact same bourbon every time I pick up a glass. Yeah, it, it, it loses its luster. It does. It Variety does. is the spice of life. Yeah. And bourbon. <laughs> so. I mean, like, this is not a, 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 a vodka podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, not that. Thank I'll, God. <laughs> I don't think. Are there any vodka podcasts out there? I'm really curious now to. I don't know. Maybe in Russia. Do they have those <laughs> <Yeah>. there? <laughs> Quick check is going to find out whether or not yeah, we'll, that's, we'll that's true. This I'm is gonna... your vodka podcast. <laughs> I can't do a it, Russian accent. It so tastes, you, that's it all tastes you like potato. <laughs> and <laughs> terrible. And, <laughs> and pain. <laughs> Just like grandma babushka used to <laughs> make up for me. It come in same jar. <laughs> My my Russian accent stems uh, exclusively from Iron Man two, and Mickey uh, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> what a what a wonderful. Uh, I want my I want my board. Anyway, uh, I I would be really surprised if you said yes. There are vodka po- uh, podcasts out there. I don't see anything specifically with vodka. It's probably yeah. just like spirits and yeah. It would probably. Drooped into a, a blanket genre. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. let's uh let's pour something else. All right. I mean if you're Are you done with that? Uh yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Alright, so I am going to rinse my glass out real quick. And so it's Robert. Or Rob with two B's. Yes. Robba. Rob. Rubba. Um For those of you who don't know me, that's not actually how I <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that pretentious. <laughs> Only a little bit. <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna crack open a bottle of uh, Weller One Hundred Seven. Very excited. Um, this is easily one of my favorite bourbons. Wonderful. Um, and I have a whole handle of it, and I've kind of been waiting for like the right time to to open it up. Today's and, the day. I mean, like, what what better day than April 29th? <laughs> In 2018. A warm day. A very warm... Uh, a, a beautiful day, some would say. Um, I'm going to pour for Robert first. Thank you. you just, look, you may change your name, but you will always be Robert. Yeah, that's fine. Me. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I might just go back to Robert. It's I just, mean... It's too much backlash. Hannah Brobera. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Follow me. Hashtag at me oh we'll Um, we'll we'll do some plugs later on so i am uh just a quick side thing so i see that this this weller bottle has a screw off top it Uh, does uh yeah which like a lot of people associate that with like lower quality but obviously you know cork has its issues too so how do you of course yeah that versus like synthetic cork and things like that like what what's your opinion on i mean because the aesthetic of a cork is like 
It's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, is it because it's, like, you know, the classic look, or is it, you know, just because? You you know know what? Like, at the end of the day, I don't really care. Yeah. You know, like, I can can easily go, I would much rather have a real cork, mm. but... I, I don't care. I mean, if the product is good, yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd, like I'd have to all, agree. like the entire Weller line. You know, the Special Reserve one hundred and seven, and then Weller twelve. They're all screw top. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I I'll I'll buy all three of them. Yeah. Like I just don't care. Yeah. Secondary <laughs> question for somebody who I okay. know more about like wine and beer than i do bourbon Mm. so specifically with wine you get a lot of wine faults that come with having a cork like you can get infections things like that uh what they call cork taint uh you know alters the aroma and flavor profile so does that happen with bourbon i think it does but not quite to the effect yeah because the higher alcohol contact content probably uh, contact contact (laughs) contact (laughs) um yeah, I think I think it does happen. I mean, I've had bourbons before where um, the <laughs> it's actually started to erode the cork. No way. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, um, but not cool. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean it it has a it has affected the the bourbon itself, but yeah. um, very interesting. Yeah, it's it it. I just don't care. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I've I've had everything from one end of the spectrum to another, and yeah. you know, it it. I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, and this this well, it's delicious, but oh, I mean, oh lord, it's the perfect amount of bite, in my opinion. It's I, just I agree. Yeah, what it, is this? One hundred seven. One hundred seven proof. Yeah, yeah. Mm, um, sweet spot. It doesn't. So it's a weeded bourbon, um, which mm-hmm. means that they've replied, they've replaced the rye in the in the mash bill with wheat, right? And um, I think that if this were, you know, I, uh, of course, if it were, uh, it, if it had rye in the mash bill, it would be a completely different bourbon. But like, I would be surprised if I actually liked this with rye. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. I. I guess I like. I have a hard time really envisioning like the the big flavor profile differences between the two. I've had a lot of rye and I've had a lot of weeded bourbons, but yeah, uh, well, not a lot of weeded bourbons, but you've I, probably had more than you think. So is it more? Yeah, uh, is it? Uh, is so rye is like usually spicier. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and this becomes just a more. I mean, it, for lack of a better phrase a smoother experience. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I think it would be a really interesting experiment. Um, not that, you know, we have any kind of in with yeah. <laughs> Buffalo Trace to go, yeah. hey, just for one barrel, yeah, just make us change make us things something. up yeah, and, you know, we'll buy every bottle, which is not going to happen. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you lean towards? You know what I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you um, how you got into bourbon because you're you're new on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> gosh, long time listener, first time. <laughs> yep, yeah. first time caller. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I guess uh, kind of the generic answer to a degree is I started out with, you know, Jim Beam and what's the other one um, everybody goes to? Jack Daniels. Evan Williams. Oh, Evan Williams. Yeah. Evan Williams. Yeah. I actually have never had Jack Daniels, believe it or not. Um, it's just not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think I had one of their, like, nicer versions, but I still didn't like it. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I, I don't gravitate towards that. Um, but yeah, at first, uh, I just had a lot of, like, friends who... They didn't even question, you know, drinking Burnett's for, you know, their <laughs> drink of choice for a long time. And I was just like, well, you know, something clicked. And I said, like, I'm from Kentucky. I might as well, you know, <laughs> understand this thing and, like, at least have, like, you know, a, a workable... An appreciation of it. Appreciation for, you know, the the spirit of Kentucky. Um, hey. So... <laughs> So like I This is my bourbon podcast. Yeah, so I like I ventured out into like uh you know, makers and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh pretty early. Um, oh we did bourbon. Tried to. So Oh, ah, okay. This is a learning experience for everyone. <laughs> um I didn't know myself. Uh yeah, the uh yeah, so I I, I tried like to appreciate those. I, it was kinda just like forcing it, uh you know, forcing that taste um on my part until I actually did like it. So here I am today, I guess. Uh, <laughs> on a bourbon podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Really self-flagellation. <laughs> to, where, we, where we're mostly talking about music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that, though, because, like, I, I feel like so many people from Kentucky are like, they're just going to hate me if I don't like bourbon. Yeah, I kind of felt like a shame almost. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because I'm not, like, you know... Uh, uh, card carrying Kentuckian by any means. I don't. I, I don't care about horses. Let's be honest. Uh, but but still, there's this one thing. It's just like yeah, bourbon is. It's a cool. It's just it has a cool factor, you know. So oh I, yeah, of course. Yeah, so I, of course. Felt like I needed to know it. You know. And I think that like even if you don't like bourbon, I mean you're listening to this show. Of course you're gonna like bourbon. I mean that's yeah. weird if if you're like. You know what? I don't like bourbon, but I'm really going to give this podcast a try because I just, you know, looking for something new and new. But it's the immersion. You know? <laughs> yeah. I want to do everything except like it before I get into the culture. Right. right. <laughs> um, you know, everybody goes through that period of like, or who everybody who drinks bourbon goes through that period of, I just, I just have to try it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and you you work on your palate you know that actually has an interesting uh like music connection for me um in particular is like i was thinking yeah because like uh a lot of music out like outside the mainstream is really hard to get into like at first Mm -hmm. um until you kind of immerse yourself into it and like the more you hear the more you hear the details um yeah i guess some things in particular are like uh like heavier music um it obviously does not sound appealing to the ears of the first couple times you listen to it, but then once you kind of learn to, you know, hear the intricacies and the details, then you can start to appreciate things that are a little bit, you know, different. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's there's a lot of other examples of that too, but uh, it just kind of came to mind. Yeah, and and like you do have to, you almost have to educate yourself on what is, and I. I'm going to say good, but that's kind of a douchey term. 
But you do have to kind of educate yourself on what's good and what's not good. Yeah. Or understand what's happening, you know? Right. And, and like, it doesn't have to be that you... <laughs> yeah. The cat just really wants to love on Robert. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and Marie's not having it. Um, I, you can share. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and, and, but it, it's not like you have to just, you know, love every single guitar riff or, or you know, every syncopated drum beat. Right, right. You know. Yeah. But, like, I think that there is something for everybody in every genre of music. Yeah. But you pigeonhole yourself into, oh, I only like X, or I only like Z, or, you know. Yeah. That goes back to the earlier (laughs) theme of variety is the spice of life. Like, if you only listen to, you know... uh, Kesha and Britney Spears and things like that like <laughs> those are perfectly fine things to like but I mean there's just so much more out there sure. you know like it's sure. uh, um, you know and you can only you can only uh, you know grow from having more of a uh, you know uh, I don't even know what the word is uh, kind of exposure to new yeah, things and, yeah, of and, course. and really trying to understand the art that's behind it you know I think, too, that, like, you know, if, if you limit yourself to just drinking... Burnett's. Wood, <laughs> Burnett's or Woodford. Yeah. Or... Fireball. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're, you're just... Well, first off, I have to say, that may just be what you like. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? There's nothing wrong with liking, you know, the that kind of stuff. Yeah. A lot of people don't really care to grow that... Uh, like, a lot of people aren't big music people. They don't yeah. really like the audio arts. A lot of people just don't really, you know, really care what they're drinking, I guess, in the same way. Yeah. Which, yeah, uh, I don't happen to be one of those people, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a whole podcast about how I care about what I'm drinking, so... Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I just... I think what, like, this episode is going to be more about... Because, like, I, I was thinking originally, you know... It, and a lot of this has just kind of been impromptu, but I think what the episode is going to be called is this is like the craft of bourbon, you know, yeah, yeah. because that's, that's more of what we're talking about is just like the, the craft of what you love. Yeah. The artistry behind it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and there's and a I lot th- of that. I think that there is an art behind creating an, an aged whiskey. Or an, or an aged spirit. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, science is art. Art oh, is yeah. science. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, um, you know. but, but like I said earlier, you know, at some point, you just kind of have to let things take the course that they're going to take. Absolutely. Um, and, I mean, you can, you can nail things down to the, the char number of the barrel and the level of <clears throat> rye that you have in your mash bill and everything, but at the end of the day, like, you know, if it doesn't work together in the scientific or, or just the, the natural process of creating your product, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it in the same way that, like, some people 
you know, have the talent for music and, and some people don't, you know, I mean, yeah. we, we've yeah. both been parts of, uh, or we like individually have been a part of musical groups that just didn't quite have it. Yeah. You know, um, even though it, it, it just seemed like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. But if you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. Right. You know? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, at some point you have to really understand that. Yeah. Regardless of what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think there's even a bourbon connection to this point, but going off what you're saying, it has nothing to do with the individual people. It's just like the total package. You yeah. Know? A lot of, of times it's just like, you know, people don't necessarily get along in that kind of regard. So maybe there's a bourbon connection in there that uh, you can pull in. <laughs> this mash bill doesn't match this bourbon <laughs> barrel. No, no, that's nope. a Got different, there. different conversation entirely. <laughs> get me on a tangent and I'll take you down a rabbit hole. <laughs> we can get on as many tangents as you want. Um, did you do anything for record store day this year? Uh, I visited CD central. <laughs> um, I, so did I. I did pick up a vinyl, uh, which I I still wonder why I, I I love having a vinyl collection, but I I never play them. I don't. I don't. I have a setup, either. but it's just like I I still just listen to the MP3, even yeah. though I I know that there's better quality there. Um, uh, but I picked up a vinyl of uh, Ghost, which is like a Swedish. Uh, oh okay. Heavy metal band. I know who uh, you're talking about. Kind of in the kind of a spiritual successor to Black Sabbath kind of sounding things. Um, Interesting. Yeah, their newest album, not the one that's about to be released very soon, but uh, a few years ago they had one, uh, Meliora, which I picked up, which is great. It's it's a great album. I recommend it if you're trying to branch out and just. <laughs> we'll get to stuff. tips and bits later, but yeah, all right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pre-tip and bit. So. So yeah, what about you? Um, I also went to CD Central. Um, which by times. the way yeah. <laughs> is, um, it's a great place. Yeah. For anybody who's not from Lexington, Kentucky, it's basically, it's like the, it's like cool a vinyl, uh, shop. Like. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it is Lexington's best music store. Yeah. There know? are a few others and they have like, you know, kind of the underground vibe to them, which is cool. Yeah. But, but, but that one just, just, it's very you know, it's, it's for, it's for everybody. Right. Yeah. You it's know. got a little bit of everything. Um, I got, uh, Childish Gambino's Because the Internet. Ah, um, yeah. Which choice. I have, I haven't had on vinyl yet, but I'm, yeah. I'm super excited for it. It's, um, always been one of my favorite albums. Um, I haven't read through the screenplay that comes with the, the vinyl yet, but. Oh, I didn't even know about that. There, There is a screenplay that comes with the vinyl. It's 72 pages. Holy cow, that's <laughs> sweet. I love... That. See, that's one of my favorite things about vinyl is you get a lot of extra stuff a lot of the time that you just do not get yeah. with a CD or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's great. I love the, the visceralness. Is that a word? Uh, viscerality. <laughs> Viscer- <laughs> I love how visceral vinyl is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, a a CD is something that you can, I I mean, literally just throw in and not think about. Yeah. But a vinyl, I think it takes time out of your day to, you know, appreciate and enjoy. Yeah, yeah, it really guarantees that you're, you know, 
invested in what you're like you know experiencing yeah which i think it's a cool thing um yeah a little side note now that we're on the topic of cd central is um my dad tom hannah uh little shout out shout out tom yeah he used to own a uh record store called album alley at the same time that uh (laughs) cd central was called cut corner records i think it was i could be wrong about that yeah yeah um and he has a funny story at the time him and his business partner were talking about uh like you know just various things they wanted to do because cd was coming out uh at around that time can't remember what year it was um late 80s yeah i think it was like 88 maybe uh but my dad said (laughs) (laughs) sorry uh yeah my dad was saying oh yeah we might want to invest in the cd thing because i think vinyl is probably going to be taken over by cds soon and then his partner said That'll never catch on. <laughs> and lo and behold, they went out of business next year. Oh. <laughs> so, so, yeah, just funny little thing. So they're not around anymore. CD Central is the... Well, you're, I, I just found out this story um, last night. This It just goes to show how far back our, our mine and Robert's relationship goes. Um, I found out last night that your Uncle Tom... Had Uncle a, Bob, Uncle Bob. Sorry, your yep. dad's your dad's. My Tom. name's sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Your Uncle Bob um, had a recording set up in his basement for a while. I didn't even know this. Um, well, you're you're definitely not going to know this story then. Um, one <laughs> like Saturday or Sunday morning, um, my dad gets a call from your Uncle Bob, and he's like, "What are you doing, Dave?" And my dad's like nothing and he's like well you want to come over and record a rap song (laughs) oh my lord yes so somewhere out there there is a recording of my dad who has been on the show twice now (laughs) (laughs) my lord (laughs) rapping something and he doesn't remember exactly what it is i want to hear it so badly (laughs) yeah i'm sure there was bourbon involved in this oh there had to have been something involved in this. that is hilarious oh i i to think that, like, my knack for recording things comes from my dad <laughs> rapping. <laughs> I mean, That's fantastic. I can't even imagine. It, I, if you know my dad, you're like, there's no way that you would ever rap anything. Oh, yeah. You know, no, I mean, yeah. I, I can't I can't rap to save my life. Yeah, you know, no, no. But... but just want to hear I just want to hear that so bad oh yeah for sure me too and uh another shout out to Bob so fill out the Bob and Tom show uh yeah he he actually is what got me started into music uh he he let me borrow his uh um vintage Fender Stratocaster nice uh, uh, for a while uh and kind of you know prompted me to learn how to play guitar and also a drum set and a bass guitar which I still have the bass guitar um so yeah, he's he's kind of what got me started in that. So, yeah, everything goes back full to, circle. Yeah, it's, everything goes back yeah. to family too. I think. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. like I, I mean, I, I wouldn't drink bourbon. I don't think if it weren't for my dad. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it weren't around, I would, I would probably be like, it's just, yeah, something that's there. Yeah, I don't think my dad is as big into bourbon, but uh, it's definitely. Uh, I think now he's he's starting a little bit of a collection, which is cool. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, he he picked up some of that Henry McKenna that you talk about all the time. One of those uh, 
Ah, uh, well, he better start buying some more bottles of it soon because yeah. uh, it yeah. might uh, <laughs> yeah. it might be gone sooner than he thinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so let's move into our review. Perfect. <laughs> I'm really interested and a little bit scared <laughs> yes. to find out what this is going to be like. So, Robert, tell tell us a little bit about what you. Oh, Marie, don't don't sniff the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's tell expensive. It, tell us. Except not. <laughs> except it's really not. It's still the, the rock band microphone. But anyway, um, tell us a little bit about this whiskey that uh, you, you brought along to try. Yeah, so me and this whiskey go way back to <laughs> three hours ago when I was at uh, Kroger on Shinaway Road. Shout out. Um, uh, yeah, so it's uh, Boondocks um, from Bardstown, Kentucky. Um I don't think it's it's not technically a bourbon. It's an American whiskey, is what it says. Uh, aged in Kentucky, obviously. It's from Bardstown. Um, it's ninety five proof, and it is aged for eleven years. Um, I'm nervous, yeah. but yeah. So describe like, the color here, because it's it's very it's apple white. juice. Yeah, it looks like apple juice. I mean, like if if you it's, poured this next to apple juice, I would have been like, I don't know what's what. Like it's it's a nice color, but not for bourbon. No, I, I mean it, it's definitely not a bourbon color. I mean, yeah, like comparing this to the Heaven Hill bottled and bond uh, six year. This is this is about fifty five shades. It's of, like if you took like like on the computer, like you took like in Photoshop, you took two images and like you turned the red up on one and then turned the red down on another. Like the one that where the red is down would be the bun, yeah. the boondocks. Yeah, this guy graphic designs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll take a picture of it and put it up on you know oh, yeah, uh, yeah. of course. Um, for sure on on instagram uh yeah it's uh how would you rate this uh this bottle design before we get into this it's i'm gonna give it like a four out of ten four out of ten (laughs) like it's readable but it just kind of seems like the label is just you know what i'm gonna gonna bump it up to a six and a half i like the i actually do like the shape i do too i'm not gonna lie it's It's, very different it's very it caught my eye for sure that's that's why i kind of gravitated towards it plus it was like very on sale. So. I like the I like the <laughs> I like the mix between like the the on bottle um, label and like the the printing right on the bottle. So like you know Boondocks is is printed yeah. right on the bottle, yeah. um, but it still has a label with the the information on it and everything. So yeah, yeah. so I, yeah, I do like this little uh, this little. <laughs> tidbit that's on the back of the label uh you can see it from behind the bottle onto the the front uh, label <laughs> it says compromises for politicians <laughs> so yes shaming henry clay you know i don't know <laughs> but you can't i that's no, we can't do that we can't do that that's henry clay <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, come on he's our boy He's he's our boy. He's our boy. <laughs> That's my boy. Has Blue. anybody ever said that before? Henry Clay's my boy. <laughs> Surely you know. Uh, oh, we have fun yeah, here on this. I'm sure, Andrew podcast. Jackson said that at some point. No, he, <laughs> he pointed right to him. <laughs> That's my boy, Blue. That's my boy up there. <laughs> All right, so are we ready to pop let's, this guy? Let's open? pop this cork. Let's see if we can get some. That's a good. That pop. was a really interesting a, pop. Yeah, there it, was a lot of bass in there. Yeah, that was a very bass heavy pop. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Robert's giving I a good really, sniff. 
before I say anything, I'm gonna let Perry smell this. Uh, okay. The just the open bottle and. <laughs> it smells like wine. It does smell like wine. It kind of has like a. It has a very like, grapey smell to it. It really does. Like thanks, uh, Grease from this uh, from the the podcast. Very <laughs> yeah. Grapey. Um, grapey. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, so I uh, really, let really you be specific. the master pourer. Oh, jeez. Um, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it's like not grapey in like a good or a bad way, I wouldn't say. Like it's not an offensive thing. No. We'll see what the, the glass smells say, like. But I, I kind of hate the color. I really <laughs> hate the color. Like it's even more mild in the glass. Like obviously because it's, uh, you know, there's not as much of it. It's, sure. It's just kind of like. But. Oh, I. It oh. looks like a. It looks like a white wine. Uh, no, it really like, does. like a really dark colored white wine. It's. Um, oh, no. I don't like the nose. Yeah, I think that one's gonna be a. Uh. <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit questionable. What is that? That's very specific. But yeah, I'm trying to... You know, it, it does have kind of a green apple kind of uh, vibe to it. It does. Which is really common around white wines, which is really just interesting that that would show up in a bourbon. But, I I mean, I mean I'll be You mean huge... American whiskey. American whiskey. <laughs> um, yeah. This is not a bourbon. This is not a bourbon. Hashtag not my bourbon. Hashtag not my bourbon is exactly right. Oh, that will... I, I think that'll be the hashtag on you know, this, this episode. The thing is, is, like, if this was a white wine or a ported wine, I might like the smell a little I feel bit like better. You, yeah. But but as far as a whiskey goes... It's just not what I'm going for. If I'm trying to drink a whiskey... The legs kind of bother me. <laughs> like, they're they're very stringy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, remind me what the... Uh, what is that smell? So is it uh, the more of a trail... Uh, the legs, uh, the more or the less alcohol. Yes. Usually. Yes. Yeah. 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 What? That smell is so specific to something and I cannot figure out what it is. Oh, oh, it's like a, um, it's a type of cough medicine. Yeah. That's never good. I know exactly (laughs) what it is. It's lemon. Yeah. It's, it kind of smells like lemon Ricola. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's it, it really that's does. what it is. It really does. God, now now that's like <laughs> I don't I don't know if you just kind of incepted that into my brain, but it's like that ruined it. For yeah, me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I mean that's about all. Yeah, I, yeah. I still stand by my statement that if this was a white wine, I would I would be okay with that smell. Uh, yeah, I would honestly be okay with it. But so before yeah. we before we try it, I gotta ask you, and you said it was very on sale. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> well, this is this is also like quote unquote on sale at Kroger. So um, it, it said that it was a forty seven dollar bottle um, on sale for twenty seven dollars. Oh my gosh! So I don't know if that's you know actual sale or if it's just you know uh, they they love to have their yellow tags out. Yeah. So um, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll find out. That, oh, 
is interesting. Oh, it tastes a lot better than it smells. It tastes a lot better than it smells, to be honest. Um, yeah, but I still get like the the lemon ricola on the on the the back end of the of the palate. Yeah, I was gonna say more like you know nail polish remover kind of burn on this. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it's it it definitely has more of a burn than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, for how mild the, uh, the look of it and how much these legs trail, it's just, uh, there's a lot of burn in there for me. Especially at, what'd you say it was? 95 It is, proof? it is 95 proof, yeah. I don't hate the taste. I don't either, but I just wish that it had more to offer. Yeah, it's not very complex. I would say. No. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. It's kind of just like, uh, you know, one more taste. It's one note. Like Monotonic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, music man. Um, like, there's the, the green apple flavor. There's the lemoniness. And, like, there's no barrel influence. There's no... Caramel. I mean, it's just there, kinda... yeah. There's not much of what you would expect at all. Yeah. Um, and which like, I, I don't know if that's like necessarily a detriment in all cases, but but in this um, case, in this case, yeah. Look, in and, and like this was originally marked at forty seven dollars. Yeah. You know, and I would think that at an almost fifty dollar whiskey, you would get more complexity yeah 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 i would have to agree um another kind of side note that i just thought of like this is a very light flavor profile i would say Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like that yeah apple and lemon taste would you i i feel like i would enjoy this like sipping on the patio like on a warm day i would too like in the summer like this would not be a bad choice no no, I I don't think so either. Yeah, and like that, you know, it's been it's been sitting open for a little bit, and the longer that I've had to smell it, it's become kind of floral. Yeah. Um. You know, like I I, and it, it's nothing like specific with the nose, but it's very like. I mean, it, it just it just smells like flowers. Yeah, it really does. It's a. Uh, it's almost. I want to say it's growing on me a little bit. Uh, a I little say, bit. I, I think wouldn't a, say I like if I'm reaching for if I'm like yeah I want to drink bourbon tonight I will not grab this. Mm-mm. Granted, I will now because I've invested. <laughs> you have but, to. <laughs> but you I, know what? I actually kind of like the palette on this. I really do like the palette on this. It. It has a burn to it, but it's not, like, offensive. I agree. Um, I agree. Uh, yeah. That's really interesting. And, yeah, and you and said you've, you've never heard of this uh, never particular... Never heard of this before. Yeah, Boondocks. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it looks like the uh, old Pogue bottle, um, which okay. we, we've had on the show before. I'll show you what, the, what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. Um, here in a little bit. Um, it's got the same generic shape to it, um, but I yeah I've never I've never heard of this before, 
some of the caramel really is starting to come through too now that it's been sitting open for a bit. But yeah, is that common for? Uh, I know you've talked about yeah uh, things sitting out like for a little mm-hmm. bit while they're open. Yeah, yeah. What? The, yeah. The the longer that you give, um, I guess it's oxidation. Really, it is. Well, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, but yeah, this is really interesting. I'm glad we're trying this for sure. Like <laughs> I am like, too. I am too. And, and like the, the finish is kind of, for me, the finish is like nothing but heat. You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. there's just a lot of like the spice on the back end and it's almost like, I think what I, when I say spice, what I mean more is mint. Um, yeah, like I can a, see that. Like a, um, it kind of has like a spearmint kind of yeah. like lingering. Yep, it's not offensive, but it, it's there. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, like. yeah. And and that's not something really that I would prefer to. Yeah. Have. <laughs> I guess I would have to be in the mood for this kind of thing. I would have to yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. And and like at fifty dollars. Yeah. This is almost for me like a like a take it or leave it kind of kind of whiskey. Yeah, so I mean, you know? I know you go by the the twenty point thing, but like if this stood on, uh, uh, I think you mentioned like buy a bottle, buy a shot, or leave it. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on another show, buy bar pass. Thanks buy to the uh, thanks to the podcast. Podcast, yes. Yeah. Um, where would this stand on that? I feel like. This is, this is a bar. This yeah. is definitely a bar for me. Yeah. Um, and the reason is because, like, it it is different, it's interesting, but it's not something that I think I wanted to, that, or, or that I would want to compete with other things on my bar, like my yeah. home bar. Yeah. You know? Um. Not that I think that, like, it would interfere with my decisions or, like, that it would overpower other decisions that I would would make. Um, But I just think that it would kind of get in my way. Yeah. Like, I don't want to worry about it. It would just kind of sit there. Yeah. you wouldn't, yeah. Yeah. I think... I might actually buy this one, depending on the price. It's like so light. for what I got it for, twenty seven dollars is still kinda like more than I would want to pay for it. Yeah. But it definitely is something different that is on the wider end of the spectrum, which I yeah, like I said, I could see myself liking this on uh, you know, a hot day or something like that. Uh, where I wouldn't necessarily want something like super heavy and uh um, you know oaky. Yeah. But I'm you know, going back and forth with it. I'm I'm kind of a I'm kind of speaking from like a, a whiny a wino <laughs> a whiny wino uh, perspective. Um, but I'm definitely yeah. going back and forth with it. Where like I like I start out going eh, I don't like it very much, and then I kind of come around to it, and then the more I have it, the more I'm like oh, I just don't think I like it that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I totally get that, but. I don't know. Like, I, I definitely want to, like, score this with our, mm-hmm. you know, our review system. Absolutely. Um, so for for people who are new to the show or need a refresher 
we have a review system of nose palette finish and price. Each uh, category is out of five. And then at the end, we tally everything up for a total out of 20. Um, and like, I think I've already kind of given away what my final result is going to be for this review. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I'm still kind of working through how I really feel about every aspect of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, how do you want to do this? Because like, I feel like this might be more of a talking, like, like a conversational review. Yeah. We can just kind of go back and forth between each category. Yeah. Uh, So, so for you, what do you think about the nose? The nose, um, I would say it has grown on me since we opened it. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Where we started, I would probably have given it a two out of five. Yeah. Um, just cause it, it kind of had like a, like a, Apple, but like a nail polish remover, kind of like offensive uh, cough syrup kind of vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, I get all it of that. It smelled like it was really hot. Yeah. Um, and I still kind of get a little bit of that, but I feel like it's opened up a bit and it's a little bit more uh, uh, floral, like you said. I would yeah. I would probably go for a 3.5 okay. on this one. Um, but that's just See, I, I, I'm going for more of a 1.5. Ooh. Yeah. In that, like, some of the more, like, acetone-y notes that, you know, are would would be associated with, like, a nail polish remover. Right, yeah. Like, those are so present for me that I have, I'm having a hard time looking past it. Yeah. And sure, there are things like the lemon or, um the the floralness of it that are present but it doesn't quite push through in the in the way that yeah. I would like for it to um and like on the, on the palette for me it's it seems like it's really fighting for me to want something more yeah you know I could I could look for more depth in this but like but I, it's not it's just not quite pushing in the right direction. Yeah, I get that. So I think I, I think I would have to give it a three. Um, and like that's not bad. Yeah, no. But it just kind of like it. It should be. It seems like it should be more. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is an eleven-year bourbon. At eleven years, it it like it yeah. should have a little bit more oakiness to it. Yeah, eleven-year whiskey. Sorry, not not a bourbon. It's okay. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna let it slide this. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm kind of fighting between what I think about the palate. Um, <laughs> as I sip one more time. Um, I would probably, um, I'd probably go with a 3.5 again, um, just because okay. I, I really appreciate how light it is. It is very, um, it's just very unique, but it's not <laughs> complex, uh, which is where I, I dock points from it. Um, yeah, just because I, I haven't, you know, had 
every bourbon under the sun. I, I'm not as experienced as Perry here, but oh, I, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it, you! Um, but like, <laughs> from what I've experienced, I haven't had many that taste exactly like this. But I haven't in either. That, in that way, I have to give it credit. But also, it's not. There's not there's not a lot of complexity. Like I'm not getting like different notes of different things, which is what you look for in you know yeah. something that is priced at this point. Yeah. So and, I would I would give it a I might actually give it a three. I'm gonna back down from a three point five. Okay. Um, so yeah. Yeah, three point five on the nose, three on the, the palate. I think that's I think that's fair. Um the finish, I'm gonna give it two point five. Yeah. It's just it's just really neither here nor there. Yeah. For me. Yeah. You know, like I'm not I'm not craving another drink, but I'm also not like I have to drink something else. You know, I'm I'm actually I think really like I I am more intrigued by this whiskey than I have been by a lot of things recently. In yeah. in the terms of like I I just never had something like this before where I'm like, I really, really have to contemplate what's going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to decipher what's in this. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, it's just... It's just so unusual, I guess. Um, I mean, it's so not a bourbon. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's definitely not a bourbon. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. It's like in the opposite end of the spectrum of... Jack Daniels. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I would say yep. Jack Daniels is, like, too much of what it is. This is not enough of what it is. <laughs> like, yes. compared to a bourbon, which would be, like, in the middle of these. Um, mm-hmm. And I prefer this end of the spectrum from the even the, the really nice Jack, Dan- or Jack Daniels uh, ones that I've had. But um, is it the black label that's the... They're, like, nicer... End, or uh, uh, I don't know if I'd say nicer, but it's considered like it, it's a higher price point. Yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah. I think that's fine. what I had. So yeah. yeah, I can I can say that this is probably my preferred end of the spectrum. Yeah. But um, so, what would you give the finish? I would, I would probably give the finish. <sighs> See, it's weird because there's not a lot of flavor that sticks around, but I do like the minty bite that it has. Um, or the minty burn, I guess you could say. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's like the best thing I've ever (laughs) experienced. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Uh, I like it more. So I'm going to give this one a a 3.5 cause I I can't quite put it at a four. Um, uh, just because if there was flavor along with the bite, I would be more inclined to yeah. get higher, but no. I actually yeah. gave the the finish a two. Um, uh, in that, like it, it just that that lemon mintiness of like a Ricola cough drop just sticks around for so long that I'm I'm like. I'm starting to feel like I need to get in bed. <laughs> like I'm not supposed to feel as good as I do right now. Um, but there is like, there's some, 
like vanilla that that kind of comes through too with the with the finish and it it it's not a bad flavor. You know, I love I love vanilla. Yeah. Um but this just doesn't quite push forward the way that I I would like for a, a right. finish too so that I can go yeah, I want to I want to experience more of this. Yeah. Um so I I have to give it a 2. Yeah, it does linger like longer than it needs to that yeah that that mintiness i guess yeah um whatever you would call it so i i'm gonna go ahead and and do on that one yeah and i'm gonna divulge my my price too i'm also gonna give that a two yeah i would definitely give that one a, a two as well you um, know like it for i mean really for almost fifty dollars i mean and, and we're talking like not sale price yeah you know because i mean this was originally 47 dollars, and you got it for 27 at 27 dollars, i think that it's you know nice to get because you can try something different yeah and that does not warrant a good price point yeah <laughs> but like that, at 27 dollars, yeah. like i would have gone oh it's probably more like a 3.5 or a 4 because it's different and you know yeah, it, it, yeah. like you can you know sure you can yeah i know Sure, you can you can try other things at that price, but you know this is just so unique that you may as well go experience for it. it. Yeah. yeah, but forty seven dollars? Absolutely not. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a no on this. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy this if it was forty seven dollars. So I, I would go with honestly a one point five on this. Oh yeah, I would go for a one point five. I, I, I'm gonna main. I'm gonna maintain my my two. Want to bid our, you know, go on a bidding war? Just. <laughs> I'm gonna maintain my two because, um, you know, sometimes you have to try things that you may not like as much, but you you drink it and you're like, oh, now I know why I like, yeah, extra wires, yeah, 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 um, and that for me is like. This this specifically for me it is like reinforcing why I like bourbon yeah. as opposed to American whiskey. Right. right. You know. Yeah. Like I'm going, I like this about bourbon, I like that about bourbon. But, you know, I yeah. just I just think overall, you know, if if you go to a bar and you see Boondocks eleven a year <laughs> and it's like fifty cents a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, realistically, this is probably going to be about seven fifty a, a glass. Yeah, and like you know? I could, I could warrant that. Like maybe. Yeah. Like, I I think like six to seven dollars. I could. I would probably be like, oh yeah, this might be nice to have. But if I'm looking for you know a a bourbon drink, I'm not going to do this. I would much rather have a bourbon. I would. Yeah, I would, for the same yeah. price, I would not go for this. But no, I wouldn't either. Yeah. Yeah, it's something different. Well, unfortunately, I gave it a 9.5 out of 20. <laughs> and um, you gave it... Hold on, let me tally it up. You gave it an 11.5? Yeah. I mean, that that seems about right. You mm-hmm. know, it, it falls in that, that category of, like... Meh. <laughs> yeah, like, I will definitely be drinking this. 
as yeah. I have this bottle, like I will enjoy it. Like yeah. I do not hate this at all. It's just it's uh it's not something I'm gonna be, you know, clamoring for. Yeah. Or saving <laughs> for that matter. I will definitely pass over it when I go to the <laughs> Yeah, our 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 pets are just they're just they're cuddling, just really love cuddling each other. away. It is <laughs> just killing my heart. Um. Anyway, um, so that about wraps up our review portion of the show. So we're gonna move on to tips and bits. Excellent, which is our recommendation um, yeah. segment. So, uh, Robert, what tips and bits do you have this week? Well, first, do you have anything in mind? Because I, I might need to think it. Wait, 10 seconds here. Uh, so I, I am uh, running a little bit low on my tips and bits list right now. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to go with the number one on there right now, John Coltrane. Mm. Um, when, I, when I wrote that, I was going through a, a pretty heavy um, Coltrane kick. Um, I think Coltrane is a really good uh, bourbon drinking Oh yeah, artist. Oh yeah, who, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, drinking it, in general, artist. Well, yeah, I mean, it's all it's all part of that like cool factory, oh yeah, kind of thing oh, that yeah. we always talk about. Um, wherein you know you're just kind of like, I mean, even if you're, I'm not trying to sound like you know, you're a loser or anything, but like even if you're just kind of hanging about hanging out by yourself, and you know, you just got a glass of whatever, and and you got some. Sweet sax music playing in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smoking cigars. I haven't had a cigar in a while. Yeah, no, I'm not really, like, drawn to that. I, I mean, I, I like them. I, I enjoy them, but yeah. I, I like them, but aesthetic. I'm not, like, you know, I'm not always going, oh, I really could use a, use a cigar right now. Yeah. Um, but I do like them on occasion, yeah. um, especially paired with the the right bourbon. So, if you have a recommendation for a cigar and bourbon pairing, um, write into the show. Um, this is my bourbon podcast, or excuse me, this is my bourbon shop at gmail dot com. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, do you mind if um, after you do your uh, tips and bits, we read a little bit of fan mail? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Sure. So I think I'm just going to go with uh, music. Um, recent music that's coming out. Well, I guess soon coming out. Uh, maybe by the time this is aired, uh, <laughs> will be uh, as I mentioned before, uh, Ghost's new album uh, prequel is coming out, which I'm pretty excited about. If you're into that kind of vibe of music, it's uh, pretty heavy, but it's good stuff. Um, that and uh, Father John Misty, um, love he is, Father John Misty. He is so good, and yeah. his uh, his teaser tracks or his singles have been great in my opinion mm-hmm. so i'm really looking forward to his new album i can't remember the the title but uh i definitely recommend that if you he kind of has an elton john vibe with nihilism kind of grouped in I, yeah I, I i get that and i i, I really enjoy that so if if you're yeah. into that kind of thing i would definitely recommend that um so we we have not gotten a whole lot of um i wouldn't say fan mail but just letters from listeners. Um, since we started the show, and um, we got a we got an email last week from our buddy uh, Ford Willis over at Mountain Mixologist on Instagram, um, <clears throat> and he said, "I just finished episode four of the podcast. 
Um, you know, he's trying to catch up and everything. Um, and he said where you guys talked about uh, sending in some questions. Um, so I wanted to, to try and answer this one, um, <clears throat> you know, to the best of my abilities. Um, and he said, how do you go about tracking down rare bottles um, for mm. somewhat reasonable prices? Yeah, um, good question. I don't you know, know that either. <laughs> and, and he said, for example, you guys reviewed uh, the William LaRue Weller, um, which is part of the antique collection. Um, from Buffalo Trace. Uh, and he said he, he recently came across a bottle of Stag uh, Senior, um, which is, you know, also pot, pot, which is also pot of, I'm slipping into Christopher Walken there, apart, uh, apparently, um, which is also a part of the, the antique collection. Um, and he said he found it for like $800. Um, it, that, to me, is just... Too much. Yeah. You know, like I, people will clamor for Pappy. Yeah. At $800. Not me. It's just, <laughs> it's just not worth it. Absolutely you know? not. Um, but like if, if you're looking for, for bottles at reasonable prices, I think my, my biggest piece of advice is just make, good relationships with your local um, retailers. You know, um, I, it, you can, uh, you can find some stores that have, you know, what a, a, a few local stores to, to us have called bourbon lists mm-hmm. where basically, you know, they get something in and they'll call you and, you know, you, you go in and get it, but you can also, you know, follow them on Instagram, of course, and Twitter or whatever, and get notifications about, um, whether or not they have something worthwhile coming in. But, you know, it, it, it's all a matter, a matter of patience. It's all a matter of knowing, knowing the right people, you know, like our, our bottle of William LaRue Weller, we didn't acquire without the help of our buddy Swan. Yeah. Uh, you, who, who is the bourbon finder <laughs> on YouTube or uh, excuse me on Instagram. Um, you know, it's just all kind of part of the process. And even if you don't find those, those bottles, th- there's so much good stuff Yeah, out there. I mean, what do we drink up top? Yeah. Uh, the 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 Heaven Hill six year bottle and bond. Yeah, you'll find that anywhere. Like well, anywhere in Kentucky. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like I mean, it it's twelve dollars. It's six years age stated and a hundred proof. Yeah, you know, I mean, I can understand from a collector's perspective. Yeah, it's not appealing from that perspective. I no, guess, but no, yeah, but like. You know, it, it all really just kind of depends on your your connections. Right. And the, the commitment you have to, to find everything. So, I mean, that was a very brief, like, lesson on <laughs> on bourbon hunting and uh, a very brief uh, fan mail segment. But if you have more questions um, that we'd like for us to answer, um, hit us up. Uh, this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. 
You can also use the hashtag uh, This Is My Bourbon Podcast on Twitter and Instagram um, if you have questions, and we'd be happy to answer them. Um, but anyway, hey, this was kind of a fun little episode that yeah, happened out of, out of nowhere. I was nowhere. not expecting to go on air. Yeah, no kidding. It's pretty um, nervous. So, uh, well... <laughs> Yeah, how many times have you played music in front of people? It's different. It's different. <laughs> My voice is involved. Not playing drums. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hey, Robert, uh, thank you for being on the show, though. Yeah, thanks Appreciate for having it. We'll me. have you back sometime soon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if people it. want to find you on uh, social media, where can they do that? Uh, let's see. So Instagram is Hannah Brobera. <laughs> Hannah Barbera. Uh, so, yeah, it's just... Uh, um, Clever. Yeah. Yeah, just Hannah is in the same thing, underscore uh, Robera. Hannah without an H at the end, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, you can find me there. (laughs) Hannah without an H on the end, underscore B-R-O-B-E-R-A. There you go. (laughs) That sounds about right. (laughs) Um. So, if you would like to find me on social media, I am at pritter1492 on just about every platform. Um, if you would like to reach the show, we are on Instagram and Twitter at My Bourbon Shop. We are on Facebook at This is My Bourbon Shop. And our Threadless store is bourbonshop.threadless.com if you would like to pick up some of our um, apparel and uh, merch. Um, we have, I think we have a, a free shipping thing going on as well uh, right now. Threadless likes to run some free shipping sales <laughs> like every every couple of months um so hit us up if you have questions about that um become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash uh my bourbon podcast or this is my bourbon podcast uh for as little as a dollar a month um you can keep us going and we really appreciate it um Tell your friends about the show. Give us a five-star rate and review on iTunes or whatever you listen to. Um, you know, as always, you know, counteract those those uh, one-star reviews. Can't believe that we have those, but, you know. People are mean. You know, if, if, if you're going to leave us a one-star review, at least let us know why. At least let us and know why. And it better not be, be because you drink vodka. <laughs> so... Uh, we're the vodka boys, and we just don't we just don't like the bourbon. Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of here! Anyway, um, thank you all so much for listening. Um, I don't know what's going to happen next week. We're kind of uh, recording this one out of order, um, but eh, we'll we'll find out when the time comes. Uh, Robert, thank you for being on, buddy. Thank you again for having me. Yeah, of course, appreciate it. Um, we will see you next week. But until then, I'm Perry, and this is my bourbon podcast. <laughs>